Hi and welcome to the show. I am recording this episode in the height of the lockdown, in the thick of the lockdown we're all facing with COVID-19. I don't think there's ever been a time in the world, certainly that I've experienced, where every single man, human and child is basically at home. It doesn't matter where you are, whether you are in the UK, Australia, America, Ireland, Canada, Portugal, Italy, Hungary, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Morocco, Brazil, Ecuador, wherever you are, if you're listening to this, you're probably at home going stir crazy with the kids at home and perhaps your partner at home, all of you fighting for a desk to sit and work at perhaps, all of you fighting for time on your own when you can't get on your own. All of you starved for company outside of the immediate family's company. It's a really tough time that we find ourselves in. And no more so than for our teens. Our teenagers, many of them are really, really struggling right now. And I had an email from someone this morning saying, please, can you do a podcast on teens and social distancing? She's having such a hard time having her daughter understand the gravity of the situation we're in, and I know this mum is in the US. She asked me, is it okay to go on a hike with a friend six feet apart? How do we reinforce this? They think they're invincible. And she just had an argument with her, saying she couldn't take the car with a friend to, to do the hike. And, you know, it brings about a very important question. We are grappling as parents to see our kids locked up in their bedrooms, on their devices, for as long as they are. They're doing their schoolwork online. Everything's online. And now the only communication and connection they can have with their friends is online. There's no such thing as being physically present with a friend right now. So these kids and teens are feeling really lost. They're feeling very vulnerable, isolated, lonely. And that's going to conjure up all sorts of feelings of inadequacy within them. So what do we do, you know, when they want to go and see a friend but go for a hike? What do we do? And, you know, it really, it's not my opinion or my, for me to say what I think the right thing to do here is. But, you know, if you are allowed to go for a walk with one other person and that person can be outside of the family and your child can drive, then either... They can, you know, could you let them drive to the the trailhead or where they're going to walk alone and somehow arrange for the friend to be to be um, dropped off there as well so that they can both meet and be six to ten feet apart and go for a walk and at least chat? I don't know. You know, if need if if they're not driving yet, could you take your child and the other mother take their child and drop them at the same spot so they can go for a walk? I don't know. And where I am, uh, we're allowed to go and walk with one other person. And people are being very respectful of this. And, you know, occasionally you see three or four or five people out. It might be a family. So I, I, but I know on the other hand, in the UK, it's being very, very strictly policed. If you go out with more than one other, there's police around. They'll, they'll send you home. So I think you have to... Trust your gut, trust your instinct and do what you know and feel is right. I'm faced with exactly the same thing in my life. You know, my son, my 14-year-old, desperately wants his friend to come over. The two of them, if 
if this guy came over, the two of them would spend six hours in the backyard, outside building things. So is that so wrong? But I've taken the stance that no, for this time period, there's no play dates, so to speak, whether you're inside or outside. That doesn't make it wrong if you are allowing your children to play outside with another person. I spoke to a family earlier and their kids, you know, all their yard, backyards are kind of inter interlinked. And if the kids are in the backyard playing, sometimes there's other kids in their backyard playing, you know, and sometimes they cross the line. You know, what is right? What is wrong? It's so hard to deny our kids the green space when we know they're spending so much time in the screen space. I think that's what we really grapple with as parents. It's for me, you know, I would far rather my son was outside building with another boy in the backyard for six hours than sitting on the sofa constructing something, say, on Minecraft for six hours. But then, you know, we have to face the reality of the situation that it is being recommended that we lock down and don't socialise and we social distance. So we have to respect that. I think... The biggest piece of this is for parents to accept that it will be difficult. There will be battles. There will be arguments. And in accepting that there will be these, these periods where we, we don't get along, it's impossible for me and my three teenagers and my husband all under one roof to get along the whole time. So I don't expect to get along the, old, the whole time and I don't expect that there's going to be bad times either. I accept what is. Whatever shows up, I accept it. Because here's what happens when we resist something. When there's an argument and we get caught up in the fight, we resist the situation because we don't want it. We don't want the argument. So we, we fight the argument. But by fighting the argument, we stay in the argument. So by accepting that we're arguing is almost like giving us a buffer. So when you are arguing with your teenager or your teenager is arguing with you, and like, let's say in this situation, this teen saying, Mom, I want to take the car. I want to go pick up my friend and go for a hike. Rather than fighting the argument, accept the pushback. Accept the fact that beneath every behavior is an unmet need. This child is wanting contact. She wants to see her friend. She needs it. She's feeling lonely. But in the same, on the same um, side is the fact that we're not allowed to um, have contact with other people. But if we resist the argument and resist the pushback, we're going to fight the pushback and the pushback's not going to stop. If we accept the pushback, it doesn't mean to say you let their child get away with it. So this mum could be in her mind accepting that her daughter is struggling because she wants to take the car and go and meet her friend for a hike. She'll be arguing, saying, I'm going outside. I'm not going inside. You spend all day telling me to go outside. And now I'm going outside. You're telling me I can't. I can hear the conversation. I'm sure you can too. But fighting the the pushback's not going to work. You have to accept the pushback. Accept that this child is struggling. This teenager is struggling. Accept that. Because once we've accepted it, we can shift into being open and curious. And by being accept accepting it, we don't shift into survival mode 
activate our amygdalas and go into fight, flight or freeze and join them. By accepting it, we stand a chance of staying in our higher order thinking brain and knowing what to say and knowing how to get out of this situation or how to make the situation less aggressive. So we have to be curious. We have to mirror and validate their feelings. I, you're mad right now. I'm mad. I want to go out and meet my friend. I know you want to go and see your friend, but I can't let you. It's not me making up these rules. I'm, I'm struggling as well. So you can have empathy and let them know that you understand. Hear them. See them. Listen to them vent. Don't take it personally. Let her have her, her vent. Let her be heard. Let her speak. And then you can still hold the limit and she won't like you for it. She'll then call you all sorts of names. She's mad. She's triggered. She's wound up. She's angry. She's going to project all of that onto you. But if you take that personally, you're going to trigger your own reactivity by simply witnessing her reactivity as a projection of her fear and her, you know, where, where she is we don't take it personally, then at least we can sit in the space and support them in their reactivity, in their madness, frustration, anger, sadness, whatever it might be. So uh, there's no easy answer here. But the only thing I think we can do that will help us stay sane in this time is to accept the pushback we're going to get from our teens. We have to. And in accepting it, we can hopefully find a way to move forward by either holding the limit or you might be flexible with the limit. Someone might be saying, you know what, here's the deal. I will drop you off at the trailhead and you can go for a walk in the countryside with your friend, six feet apart. I trust that you'll be apart, but go and do that. I'll pick you up in an hour. That might be the right answer for someone, but it might be the wrong answer for someone else. And we all have our opinion. We all have what we're doing, we're all doing our best. We're all have the best of intentions to help flatten this curve, whatever it is your your government is is um, enforcing. We have to go with it. We have to support it. Hate it as we might. Again, if we resist that, we're going to be caught in it. If we accept this is it, even if you don't agree with it, I have to accept it. I have no choice. The majority have voted. So with all sorts of decisions in your home, you can perhaps use this and see if it can help you with your daily interactions with your kids. I'm going to be recording episodes in the next few weeks, all concerned with how do we live in these times during lockdown, in social isolation, with teenagers who are on their phones way too much, what can we do? So in the next episode, I'm going to discuss with you what I'm doing with regard to their digital diets their media diets and see if what I share with you might help. So don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and then every time a new one is aired, you will be notified of it. And if you've enjoyed this, share it with your friends. There's so many parents struggling out there. If you know someone with teenagers, share the link to this episode with them. It might help them and it might help their teenagers. So till next time, thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.